0: This episode of Agreeable Disagreements is brought to you by Reynolds Wrap Aluminum Foil. The best aluminum foil to make your hats out of if you want to keep out all of the excess radiation and mind readers and keep in all the fresh paranoia. Reynolds Wrap. Get it now. Or have your thoughts listened to and controlled by the aliens, which are definitely out there. open we did not
1: so this i thought is the cold i thought open. we were doing i thought we were doing the cards for the cold open
0: we're gonna we're gonna do the cards i don't know if that's okay. a good cold open because like are we just gonna jump right at, we're not gonna introduce what we're doing uh i mean i i guess we could uh, uh yeah why don't you why don't you do the opening and okay what we're doing we could together. do it and i'll, I'll hand select some cards while we're doing that Okay,
1: well, uh, welcome to Agreeable Disagreements. Uh, It is a podcast where two friends from differing uh, ideologies come together and normally talk about politics. Uh, This is our 15th episode, and we kind of need a break from the politics. Um, So this episode, we are actually going to do something different, uh, and we're going to talk about conspiracy theories once we, we we believe once we don't believe it's we'll we'll figure out uh where well, and, we stand
0: and we're doing some trivia first this is a card game that was sent to me by a family member i can't remember who it was i want to say it was my father in law it might be my parents either way there mm-hmm. is a conspiracy theory game where it's like a watered down version of trivial pursuit and I've picked out a few of these cards and I'm going to ask Andrew the question, give him the choices and see if he can figure these out. Okay. And this game is awesome because they are amazing questions, but also they have a QR code on the card that you can scan so you can go get more information on the conspiracy. So you can
1: get, yeah. Okay. That's, that's dangerous.
0: Um, well, it it doesn't take itself seriously. It's not like the conspiracies are real. It's it's less about that and more about like what do people believe about it. Um, but I feel
1: like that's how it starts. Anyway, <laughs> there we are five categories. That.
0: There are five categories. There's mythos, which is mo- mythos, which is mostly like creatures and ghosts and paranormal stuff. There's okay. aliens, tech, schemes. In random, which is kind of their catch all, doesn't fit into the other four categories. Okay. All right. But I, I say we do one of each. See if you can get one of each. Which one do you want to start okay. with?
1: Um, oh, gosh.
0: Mythos, uh, let's aliens, say, yeah, let's tech. Start with mythos. mythos? Okay. The Alaskan Kushtaka, a monster known for preventing their victims' souls from reincarnating, can best be described as a what? A an eight-legged bear B a shape-shifting otter C arctic crocodile or D a moose-headed man
1: Oh okay um I feel like an eight-legged bear is just uh,
0: a charter grade <laughs> Are, are those eight an eight-legged oversight. or six-legged? I think I'm gonna look that up. Naked.
1: Yeah, you know, look that up. Legs. Um, I'm tempted to say the crocodile because I feel like the like they do have eight legs, do, do you know like do? Yeah, they do have um, eight legs. You were right, but obviously, like a much bigger version on that. But I, I feel like I'm gonna go with the crocodile because I feel like, like, uh, with a lot of these like cryptid urban legends, um a lot of them sprang from like having travelers come through and i feel like you know 17 1800s people coming through who had like been to florida and seen alligators uh, not crocodiles cuz they don't have crocodiles there but uh they would have like brought up stories to alaska like maybe during the gold rush so i'm going to say okay, uh, i think it was
0: C. You're going with Arctic crocodile, okay? Yeah. You're you're going with a snow reptile yeah. that these indigenous Alaskan peoples would have never seen in their lives.
1: Yeah, because I think it was. I think it the origin of it came from people who had like who were traveling through. I'm
0: giving you a chance when I'm doing this, Andrew.
1: Okay, so you're you're <laughs> this is clearly not the answer. Then I just dropped my phone. Uh, what are the other options then, other than eight-legged, the eight-legged bear,
0: polar? eight-legged bear, shape-shifting otter, moose-headed man?
1: uh I'm gonna go with shape-shifting otter.
0: That is correct. It is a shape-shifting okay. otter.
1: That's. I told <laughs> you that's the one it was. Yeah, Damn you, doubt you. me.
0: First try, man. Good first job. try. Got it. <laughs> that's something Alyssa and I do. So, have you seen the Lego Batman movie? Or the Lego There's like movie. a whole
1: oh, okay yeah I've seen Lego movie I haven't okay, I can't seen... remember which
0: of the Lego movies it's in but Batman like throws a batarang <laughs> and he misses and so he throws a whole bunch of them until he gets it and goes first try and then he leaves okay and so yeah. Alyssa and I when we're in church we'll try and open the hymnal up to the correct page and even if we flip we're like first try okay <laughs> anyway all right so that was Mythos you know um Mythos yes we got aliens tech schemes and random.
1: Um let's go with Let's go with schemes. Alright.
0: I'm gonna find a good schemes one real quick. I mean they're all good, but I want to find like a real good one.
1: Yeah, give me give me one that's
0: all right, I got it. Victims that claim to be, quote, targeted individuals accuse the government of doing what to them? A. Attacking them with electronic weapons. B. Auditing their taxes every year. C. Tracking them with satellites. Or D. Allowing aliens to use them for experimentation.
1: I... Oh, this one hits close to home. Because um, you've been experimented on by aliens? or No, because I, I dated somebody who was very um, troubled. Ah, gotcha. Uh, who believed that they were being gang-stalked and used this terminology. Um, Targeted. This person was individual. not being gang-stalked. Gang-stalking is not a thing. Um, but I want to say A. Although, I, I really, I feel like it could be all of the above. Because I think this particular thing can be just general, like, psychosis.
0: It is, A. Lack of... It is attacking okay. them with electronic weapons. That was a... Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. I see you. I see you, Mr. Schmunk. No, I mean...
1: Say what you want about my, my dating life, but... Uh... <laughs> It it apparently came came in handy. In yeah,
0: yeah. Who would have thought? All right, okay. We did aliens. Sorry, we've done schemes and we've done mythos. Okay, got tech, aliens, and random.
1: So I'm I'm one for two right now.
0: Yeah, we'll give you half credit on the first one.
1: <laughs> okay, I feel like that's generous. I don't know, like. I should should have gotten that one.
0: All right, then we won't one for two. One for two. Okay. All right, what do you want? You got aliens, oh, uh, tech, random.
1: I feel like I'm going to do better on aliens, so I want to finish on a strong note. So let's do tech okay. first.
0: Tech first, all right. Oh, oh, this is a good one. Uh, but this one's also good. We're going to do two tech ones because I found two of them in a row that hurt. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Okay. What popular gaming app is used by the government to get real-time footage of your surroundings? A. Candy Crush. B. Words with Friends. C. Homescapes. Or D. Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go. Yeah, it's the only yeah. one that uses a, a camera. That is that is correct, sir. You are correct. But Here's if you one, think huh?
1: that all of the others aren't collecting all of your data, then you're a fool.
0: I know. Uh, I. Uh, this is something I get into with a couple of friends and my wife all the time. Like, whether or not, and my brother, whether or not, like, my digital footprint is being used, should I care about it? And, like, on one hand— well, it is, but I, I, it doesn't matter, <laughs> Yeah, it's like, like you yeah, can't exist. I should probably care about it, but at the same time, like there's what are nothing do? you can
1: do. There's nothing you can do about it. It's happening to everybody. It's right. I mean, if you, as long as you don't have anything that you need found, you know, you need to keep secret. Well, uh, and
0: also, like, what are they going to find on me? Exactly. I guess. I mean, they could find my nudes. Which, I mean, I don't know. I've, I've done a lot
1: of digging and so far I've come up empty handed. So. Oh, you've been searching for
0: my, you've been searching for my noodle recipe as well.
1: I'm not, I'm not going to say yes or no. I've been searching for, for both your recipe and, uh, you know what? We can skip past.
0: All right. Here's the other tech one that I liked. (laughs) (laughs) Name the failed CIA project. That attempted to turn ordinary cats into high-tech spies using brain chimp I know this one.
1: I know this one.
0: Okay, here are your options: Agent Feline, Cybercat, Tiger Scout, and Acoustic Kitty.
1: I think it was Acoustic Kitty.
0: It was. It was Acoustic Kitty. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Good job. I'm so glad I got that one.
0: All right, you are three for. Three for four, four. three yeah. for four, because we did two. I know tech my conspiracy right. theories. Yeah, man, look at you. I mean, being honestly, little, like being a wacko. Acoustic Kitty
1: is such a <laughs> strong name, though.
0: Yeah, I'm surprised. I haven't known any of these so far. These have all been new to me.
1: You gotta, okay. you gotta expand your your horizons.
0: <laughs> no, no. All right, we got uh, aliens and random.
1: Um wait are we doing both?
0: Yeah. I, Which one I, do you I want first? Like, uh let's do aliens. You wanna do aliens first? Okay. Yeah, we'll end on a wild card. Oh my gosh. I just came across the best random one. Okay, I'm gonna hold that. No, not gonna do that one. Try to do one that's like a little outrageous. Yeah, give me
1: give me a hard one, I
0: feel like. How many pages? of ufo documentation were released by the uk ministry of defense in 2019 1000 12000 45000 or 60000 they're all in the thousands <laughs> wow okay i'm going to say 12000 oh oh you is it sunshine child is know. it 60000 60,000. And I think wow. that is true. I think that is an actual thing. But you got to remember, UFO doesn't necessarily mean aliens. Yeah, it's just anything it means, they don't see.
1: They don't we know. They don't know what it is. And so, okay. All
0: right, here, I got another one for you on aliens. So you're three for five. Um, where do our reptilian overlords come from? I love just the oh. audacity of this one. I do know this one. Oh, do you need the quest? Do you need the answers? Or do you, can you give it I to do, me?
1: I do need the answers, but I, but I know that I will know it. When I hear it,
0: Andromeda. Um, It's not that. Actually, okay, no, keep. The Draconian Galaxy. It's not that one. The Milky Way.
1: It's not that one.
0: Triangulum.
1: It's Andromeda.
0: It's the Draconian Galaxy.
1: No, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. The card says it is. The card says it is. Hillary Clinton is from Andromeda. (laughs) (laughs) The Draconian Galaxy, that's such a dumb name.
0: I know, but I love the audacity of that question, though. There is no if we had Reptilian Overlord, it just assumes that we (laughs) already have alien. Yeah. And that everyone's on board with it, it's great. Okay, here's here's your random one Pepsi and Nestle were among the companies accused of using what? As a flavor enhancer? Cocaine. Is it No, it's not cocaine. Oh. Is it bleach, nitric acid, redstone, whatever that is, or cells from aborted babies?
1: I'm gonna say cells from aborted babies because You
0: would be right.
1: Yeah, because uh nitric acid, that's I'm pretty sure they are using that. I think that's just a preservative. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't know.
1: Uh, I think it's it's nitrate, or nitrite. Uh, one of them has, I think, an extra hydrogen, but it's not that one. Uh, Redstone, I think it's something they took from Minecraft. Uh, and it, people who are into conspiracy theories love to say that aborted babies are in
0: stuff. Okay, here here's two more. Um, you're three for six now, right? Yeah, four for six. Can I, uh, no, good, I think I got. You got that one, yeah. So you're four for six. Yeah, I'm I four think. for six.
1: Quick, quick, fun fact about Coca-Cola, though, uh, which is why I said cocaine, even though it was Pepsi. Um, Coca-Cola is, to my knowledge, still the only company in the U.S. that's allowed to produce cocaine uh because they still do use coca leaves in their production uh but they take the cocaine out of it and uh my mom uh used to work uh for the University of Santa Cruz and her job was to buy the cocaine from Coca-Cola for them to use like in lab tests and stuff
0: you are correct i just googled it to double check this and it's according to the DEA the extract of coca leaves, a decocainized version, is manufactured in the United States and used by in the flavoring for Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Okay, I got two more for you. Let's okay. see if we'll do. If you get these two, we'll say you win. If you get either of these two. Okay. And then that's the end of the episode. I won. And that's the end of the episode. Go home. Yeah. No, I'm yeah. joking. Um, okay, the U.S. Commercial Space Launch Competitiveness Act, passed by Congress in 2015. Secretly authorized what? The construction of an orbital battle station, development no. of alien human hybrids for deep space operations. No. Slave labor on Martian colonies, or government control of civilian firms like SpaceX and Virgin Galactic.
1: D. First of all, A is against international law. No. Country can put military uh well military installations into space I think is is what it says so like we still have a space force, but we're explicitly prohibited from colonizing space
0: i I will trust you on that, but that is not the answer.
1: oh, so d is not correct
0: no, it is c supposedly allegedly the us commercial oh, space forgetting these competitiveness Legend. act passed by congress in 2015 authorized slave labor on martian colonies okay how
1: <laughs> how are we defining slave labor
0: <laughs> i don't know it doesn't it doesn't define it all right here's here's this one you should get who infiltrated bohemian grove and released footage of the secret ceremonies
1: john John Ronson and Alex Jones.
0: Oh, Yep. There you go. Alex Jones.
1: You Uh, didn't even need me
0: for that one.
1: No, because I've told, I've talked about the book where John Ronson, the reporter who was accompanying (laughs) Alex Jones. I remember that. uh, I talked about his book, them, which like the second half of that book is all about this, but I believe it was in 1998. um, And John Ronson was on an assignment from the BBC to uh, research the Bilderberg group, which is this like shadowy mega organization that supposedly like, uh, like, uh, in charge of everything in the world. And Bohemian Grove is, uh, a venue and an event that they're heavily involved in. And so as he's investigating the story on the Bilderberg group for BBC, he runs into this, uh, somewhat known but kind of obscure radio dj uh doing a show i think out of mount carmel uh <laughs> uh where the uh the waco um i think it was waco uh, uh
0: that happened in waco
1: yeah but mount carmel was like the name of their compound i think
0: oh okay um
1: unless i'm totally Unless I'm totally uh, conflating yeah, no, two different right, things. You're right, Okay, yeah. Uh, so, Alex Jones was in the process of, like, trying to rebuild Mount Carmel. Um, and John Ronson got in touch with him and was like, Hey, like, I know you have a lot of theories about this. Um, let's infiltrate Bohemian Grove. He did not understand how crazy Alex Jones was um, oh, no. at this point. Uh, oh, no. But... A few years later, he ended up uh, being able to use that connection with Ale- Alex Jones to get onto the campaign bus of a uh, presidential candidate, uh, which actually turned into uh, a book called The Elephant in the Room
0: about uh, Donald Trump's campaign. Interesting. That is a crazy series of events. Yes,
1: very good book, it's called them uh I think the full title is them Adventures with extremists um, yep.
0: yeah that that is the full title. crazy. I'm gonna have to look into that. that looks interesting
1: Oh, it's such a good book he All also right. so, he's also the writer of men who stare at goats
0: Oh, that's right. I remember you mentioning that. Did you know that 9 out of 10 politicians are actually lizard people wearing skin suits? Well, I sure didn't. Not until I spoke to The Crackhead Down the Street, now available to the public. Crackhead Down the Street is your best source for local, national, and international truth, and not just the factually sourced and vetted information big media wants you to know. Crackhead Down the Street gets all of his information from the truly reliable sources, including his fever dreams, the voices in his head, and God. That's right. God speaks the truth directly to the crackhead down the street, who definitely isn't experimenting with speedball, too. With Crackhead Down the Street, you'll never be left to wonder what's going on with the shadow government. You'll always be up to date on the latest news on Alien Probe Tech and how the stars are affecting the outcomes of horse races, and that's why he needs another $150. Don't be left in the dark. Talk to your local crackhead down the street today. All right, so let's move on to the second part. In this one, um, we actually have prepared some details about some conspiracy theories, and we are going to discuss those conspiracy theories and then take a guess as to whether or not the other person actually believes in these conspiracy theories. Because I'll be honest, I think if you don't believe in at least three conspiracy theories, you're not living your life to the fullest. I would say at least three. You got to believe at least three. Okay. Cause some of them are real. Some of them end
1: up being real. Some of them are real. Uh, I'm, I don't know. I, I'm honestly, I don't know which one of us is more of a skeptic. I think it could go either way. I think both of us are pretty skeptical. Uh, and that in general, we don't, neither one of us believes in conspiracy theories. Sure. But I'm I'm wondering which one of us is more
0: like open
1: to the possibilities,
0: I guess. I believe in some conspiracy theories facetiously, not in the way that like or in the sense that I actually genuinely believe in them. So much as in I think it's hilarious to talk about them like I believe in them. There are a couple that I do believe in that I think would maybe shock you.
1: Okay. <laughs> I hope we're gonna get into those. The earth is flat. No. It's not.
0: It's not. very it's much not.
1: not. they themselves have proved that it's not. Have you seen that I know, video? I love
0: that yeah, I love oh, that. Oh, it's video. so good. <laughs> With everything like, they try, you like cut a hole in the thing, and, like we should be able to see his light from this yeah, distance.
1: They, they set up a series of like cardboard cutouts and yeah. like if the earth is flat, the laser should go through all of them, and then it doesn't. And he was like, Well, this doesn't make sense hold your light up a little, f- like hold your laser up a little further. And then they do see it. And they're like, this makes no sense. Yes, it does. <laughs> it's because the There is true. a curvature <laughs> to the earth.
0: <laughs> or they have like, they put the spectrometer or something like that. The thing that's supposed to measure like the spinning of the earth and yeah. in like a contained like beryllium, or something like that, a ba-
1: barometric uh, thing, because they think that pressure has something to do with it,
0: right? And it comes yeah. out exactly how it should come out if the Earth is a sphere spinning at the speed and rate in which it is. I
1: yeah, <laughs> I had I a, a another ex girlfriend. Her dad was a flat earther, and I was. Uh, you I never, never had, pick him. I knew <sighs> Yeah, <laughs> um, but I I never met him. But I was okay. constantly fascinated to like. Hear what he had said uh and why he thought that uh he also he also may have been uh there on January sixth. I never got a full uh answer on
0: that, but wow, yeah interesting i yeah. I would totally take advantage of that. I would totally be the guy who just waits until the family outing has been nice and enjoyed, and then mean like oh we didn't Steve date was nice ones. <laughs> I've got I've got an uncle like that who knows that um, he married in and he knows that the the grand my grandfather is very, like, politically active and opinionated. He'll mm-hmm. Just be like, uh, so, Dave, what do you think about Hillary Clinton? And then he'll walk out of the room. He'll just slowly walk out, leaving the rest of us to the two hour spiel. <laughs> just, <yeah.
1: laughs> it's just great. I love it. Throwing the fuel <laughs> on the fire and then walking away.
0: Yeah, he doesn't do it so much I, anymore. I, but it,
1: <laughs> no, but I respect that. That's a
0: Oh, it's great. I love it. <laughs> all right. Um why don't you go first cuz I asked you all the questions.
1: Okay. Um <clears throat> my first one I'm trying to decide which one I want to start with. Uh my first one is 9/11 was an inside job.
0: Okay. Bush okay, needed zeitgeist. Bush needed okay, A a
1: pretext to to continue his father's war and he collaborated with the CIA to uh recruit this guy I think his name is Tim uh but uh we know him better as Osama bin Laden uh but really he's like a guy named Tim from I think Colorado I'm I'm actually going to try to look this up uh because I don't remember what it was but they, uh, they all—he—he he was a puppet, and uh, 9/11 was an inside job.
0: Okay, I have a lot of, well, a lot for, of things to say I, about this. I
1: think first you should guess what I think on this because I okay. think that if we're trying to, if if the one person is trying to conceal it, like how they actually think. We're going to miss out on a lot of good dialogue.
0: OK, sure, sure, sure. I I really hope you don't. <laughs> uh, this is... But I think you could. <laughs> I-, I don't think you do. I don't think you do. I'm going to go with a no. Okay. You don't actually believe this one. Final answer. Final answer. Of course I don't.
1: Okay, thank you, know Evans. It's okay. So I actually I went to New York um like a month ago and I happened to actually go to and, and, like this is already something I did not believe uh but I was talking to shout out to my friend Mark um who has talked a lot about this uh this conspiracy theory with me. Um and I went there uh with a lot of like drive to find out information to prove Mark wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, actually ended up, uh, I, I, I didn't, end, I didn't go to New York with this guy. It was just uh, this Danish guy named Lassa that I met while I was in New York. And we ended up going to um, the nine 11 Memorial. And he happens to be a civil like uh, engineer sure um specifically like dealing with the same kinds of things that uh uh like like the weight loads of different materials and and everything yeah um and there's i mean it's just it's such an absurd uh belief that it was an inside job and the rationalizations that people give are i think compelling but when you actually look into the science of them like the biggest one is that like uh the towers fell too fast for it to be anything other than a controlled explosion but when you actually go through the math it's like no it actually fell at about the rate of gravity which is what you would expect uh right. with a little bit of drag because of you know all the collapsing material is falling on other material and and right everything but as you like actual mathematicians have gone through it and they said no this is about what we would expect from a collapsing I mean, building
0: i mean i i understand where people come from with this because it is the united states is so isolated and surrounded by allies that i mean the last time we had been attacked on american soil was the war of 1812 right it had been almost not true. 200 not true when was the time before that
1: Nope. Uh the um I believe it was was World War II up at Fort Stevens. The Japanese uh, had a submarine that actually fired on Oregon. What? I believe so. And then you have I mean you have Pearl Harbor, but that technically was a territory.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh but but it wasn't but like I, a state.
1: Yeah, but I believe that the only other attack since the War of 1812 that we have had on U.S. Uh, soil was during World War II from Japanese submarines firing on right. Oregon.
0: Yeah, and that is, I just Googled it. It is true. That is crazy. Okay, I didn't know that.
1: Have you Have you never been to, like, Fort Stevens
0: and Fort Katsa? I have when I was a kid, but I don't remember.
1: Oh, it's so cool. You, you should definitely visit next time uh, you're in Oregon or, like southern washington it's it's pretty close to like fort Clatsop, where lewis and clark
0: i know i've been to Clatsop.
1: ended and yeah it's it's super close to there
0: okay i mean i remember going to like some old batteries as a kid but that that was probably it. it it could very well have been it was probably yeah yeah anyway like i mean okay so there have been very very few attacks on united states soil yes um territory included then you could also include the philippines and like the spanish-american war like sure i mean if, if we're and i mean there were military bases on pearl harbor that is a blatant oversight on my part to have forgotten that um well but, but, but that wasn't <sighs> I don't know
1: if it was technically U.S. soil because it wasn't a state.
0: It's a military time. base, and they count you. Yeah. They count military bases as United States soil. You can be born and on a the military and base abroad. Attacking American citizens. Fair. Okay. Okay. So I will backtrack my remarks that I should have known better, being a history teacher. Um, <laughs> and and I will say though, I guess the point I'm trying to get at is attacks on the United States are so rare. Yes. that for something so drastic to have happened, it makes sense to me that the first thing people go to is it had to be an inside job because who could do this to us?
1: Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a difficult thing to believe. Uh, I, I mean, I think, I mean, you and I were, we both in third grade when it happened, yeah. but I don't know about you, but I remember, um, I remember a lot from that day. Um, oh yeah. I, and I remember a lot from like the days immediately after it. Um, and it, it, in some ways has kind of become like, uh, like if I look back on it and I look at the ways that it changed, I'm like, oh yeah, well that's just how things go. Like, you know, taking your shoes off at the airport or just, you know, having to go, like not being able to go up to a gate at the airport, um, I'm I'm old enough to remember when you didn't have to go up or that when yeah. uh, you didn't have to go through security to go through a gate. Yeah. I remember uh, that too. You could just, you know, you go up there with your loved one and, and, you know, say goodbye. And then they got on their plane and, and it was all good. And then I think the first time I ever flew was, uh, February of 2002. So, mm. uh, five months after, um, and it was, I've never seen the Portland airport more like backed up and everywhere you had like full military, uh, presence. Um, and, and it's just, it's while it's kind of the only America that I've really ever known, I can definitely understand the need for people who knew America before that. To need to, like, figure out a justification for it or, like, a, a deeper meaning or, a you know, more nefarious explanation for such a horrific event.
0: Sure. And I remember I was eight years old playing with some Legos in the front room watching Spongebob. And my mom comes in on the phone like, why do I need to change the channel? And she turned it on. She switched the channel. And I mean, we were a three hour delay. So the whole attack had already you know, happened by then, but mm-hmm. they were still playing footage. And she turned the channel on just in time to see them showing replay footage of the plane hitting and me just being yeah. like, oh, crap, something's real. I don't know what this is, but that's not good. But I mean, like, OK, there's no way that these conspiracy theories of like I, I like people are like. Jet fuel can't melt steel beams. No one said it did.
1: Yeah, it doesn't need to. It just needs (laughs) it. It definitely. So like it it can't melt steel beams, but it can weaken the structural integrity of it. And that's what happened was that it it compromised the integrity of the material. And then the weight of everything that the material was holding up caused the rest of it to collapse.
0: Well, and also fire will weaken things. And those building fires get extremely hot um when i was in college i did a study abroad and we went to some castles and people would say and our instructors would say oh yeah this castle burned down and then was rebuilt and i was like sorry it's my dog i was like how does a a stone castle burn down yeah and the explanation was well things that aren't stone catch on fire and that heat melts the lead that was used to help maintain the structural integrity of the walls and then it collapses. And now I'm not going to say that this is what happened with nine 11 because I'm not an engineer, but that would make sense to me that the heat started from these fires damages the structural integrity enough that even though it's titanium or steel or whatever, that heat is going to cause some malleability and then cause it, cause it to fall down.
1: That's, I mean, that's exactly what happened. Um, I think the the uh, the other thing that people point to was building seven.
0: Yeah, the one next to it also collapsing. Like, it wasn't even yeah. hit. It, it's a shockwave. They were connected. One knocked the other over.
1: Well, no, it, it specifically fell because of the fire damage. And what people right. say is that um, because no building like that had ever f- collapsed because of fire damage, it's evidence that Uh, that it was already like predestined to collapse because of, you know, a planned demolition. Um, But we since have witnessed other buildings like that, that have collapsed because of fire damage. There was one in Tehran, I believe in 2007. Um, But also just the fact that we don't have previous like experience with this doesn't mean that it's necessarily untrue. We did not have previous experience with large airliners crashing into high-rise buildings. Yeah. Um, Hopefully, we will not have any need for any more experience. Uh, But it's, I mean, there's nothing that, there's no good justification for, uh, or, no, um, not justification, but there's no, good argument to the structural integrity of the building that I've heard that has been convincing.
0: So I agree and I'm not going to try and deny any of this. What I think is interesting though. This is this is one of my favorite like domino effects. So 9/11 happens. I don't know if that's the right word to use in this specific case. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Okay. All right, so 9-11 happens, and while 9-11 is happening, there's a guy who is working for Nickelodeon in New York in his high-rise office building who sees the whole thing happen, and okay. he, just, he gets traumatized by it. So he quits his job at Nickelodeon, and he has to go to a lot of therapy, and he comes out of it as following his passion of music and starts a band and that band is my chemical romance.
1: Oh yes. Okay. Yeah. I've heard of, uh, 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 Gerard way Gerard way. Yeah. 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 I've, I've actually heard about this.
0: (laughs) Isn't that, yeah. Isn't that crazy?
1: Well, yeah. And he, like he left his office and he went down to, um, to like the plaza, I think even uh, if I remember correctly. Uh, but yeah, I did. I did uh, recently learn that. Yeah. My chemical romance was started as a essentially a direct reaction to 9-11.
0: Yeah. So we got teenagers, an amazing song. Welcome to the black parade. I have never been. Thanks to Al Qaeda. <gasps> they're,
1: they're a band. They're a band. I can appreciate. They're just not for me.
0: Oh, my goodness. It's
1: right, not let's... like it's not like Creed or Nickelback where I <laughs> heavily judge you if you like them. Uh, oh. It's just it's a band that I I could never get into. And it's an acquired taste. Yeah. I don't even know if it's like that. It's an acquired taste. I think it's just not my taste.
0: OK, so let's move on in the interest of time.
1: Wait, um, uh, can I say one more thing? Sure. The biggest reason why I don't believe in the 9-11 conspiracy theories is because everyone says that, oh, Bush was looking for a pretext to start his war. Mm-hmm. Bush didn't need a pretext. We saw that when he started the war in Iraq <laughs> because he had no pretext for that. He just invented one. So yeah. he didn't need to be behind some like horrific terrorist attack in order to justify his war. He was going to have his war anyway. So that's that's the main reason why I, I don't think there's any credence to the 9-11 uh, conspiracy
0: theories. All right. I've got one for you now. Okay. Do you want my political one or do you want my uh, aliens one?
1: Ooh, do I have a coin? I'm looking for a coin that I can flip. Let's go, let's go aliens.
0: Aliens have on multiple occasions and potentially regularly still do make contact with government agencies and ha- like it, it isn't, it has happened and it is ongoing and the public doesn't know about it because we probably couldn't handle it. Okay. Just public agencies, like government agencies, right? Okay, just government agencies, though. No, no one like, else. Not necessarily just government agencies, but like the government agencies. Like I, I would like,
1: like they have it. They're they're in touch.
0: Yeah, like the president. Maybe not the current president, but some presidents have spoken with extraterrestrials, or um, have received information, or some other government officials have spoken with them. Like they, there is. Irregular, but ongoing communication with aliens.
1: Okay. Ooh. This is a tough one. Yeah. I'm going to say you don't believe it. I think, I think that you think that there's some compelling evidence, but you just haven't found enough that you can quite get yourself there.
0: I do not believe this not, at all. Not believe, okay, yeah. <laughs> I was like but I not was okay. So desperately for it to be true. I yeah. <laughs> like I mean, let me
1: ask you this though. Okay. Do you think that if if aliens had contacted our government? Sure. Do you think that they would tell anybody no okay i agree with that
0: yeah i i mean so and that's that's part of why i want it to be true and i almost like i almost
1: could so it's so easy to believe but like we were talking about the fermi paradox there's so many like there's so much evidence or or reasonable reasonable explanations as to why we haven't been contacted by aliens yet right that i yeah
0: Well, I think the most compelling evidence to say that we haven't been is that the amount of distance between us and the closest systems that could potentially support life Mm. is so far that you would have to travel faster than the speed of light to reach it within like five or six lifetimes. Yeah. And so... I I think we
1: talked earlier uh, in an episode, but it was our... Is our, like, Ancient Aliens episode. Um, I think the only way that, like, interstellar, intergalactic civilization travel can happen is only through, like, generational ships.
0: Probably, yeah. I mean, the only other potential option would be to, like, utilize black holes and white holes or wormholes.
1: But that's still so, like,
0: theoretical. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like, we just kind of confirmed the existence of black holes a few years ago.
0: What I love though, is we consistently get more and more evidence of like UFOs coming from like military resource, military sources. But none of the people who talk about it are, are visibly sane. (laughs) Oh yeah. Like there's that guy. I can't remember just recently who was doing testimony before Congress saying, oh, yeah, I've been told that we have this. And it it was never I witnessed this. It was I was told this by people who witnessed it. Or I know a guy who knows a guy who saw it. It's it's never I saw this with my own eyes and it's never huh that man looks like he has his life put together. It is never (laughs) it is never good looking people as As far as like professionalism goes. Uncle
1: Ted and (laughs) who knows what he's been up to uh but he's coming to thanksgiving with a theory yeah oh man no i i i do like that one i mean really any any theory about like aliens having come into contact with us i find very interesting but also at the same time kind of exhausting like uh I don't know, we talked about the pyramids, the Nazca lines, like... Yeah, the Nazca lines are weird, but also it's not out of the realm of possibility that a a civilization that worships a deity that lives up in the sky would make pictures so that a deity that lives up in the sky could see it, you know? Right,
0: right. And, you know, like... I I think when we look at things like pyramids or the Nazca lines and say, oh, there's no way people could make that. We are undervaluing human achievement and efforts. 100%. Because, I mean, look at the Cathedral of Notre Dame. It took like a couple hundred years to build that cathedral.
1: Yeah. Well, look at, uh, is it Gaudi's Cathedral in Barcelona?
0: Oh, the one with all the spires? Yeah, the one that, like the
1: Little Mermaid castles were based on, like it's still not finished, and it's been you know two hundred years, maybe not two hundred, but
0: it's uh, the Cathedral of the Holy Cross in Saint yes. Eulalia, also known yeah. as the Barcelona Cathedral.
1: Yeah, is it is yeah. it Gaudi though that I, designed I don't
0: know. it? Um, oh, okay, let me. No, it's. Uh... Josep Oriol Mestres y Esplugas y August Font y Carreras. I can't okay. pronounce Spanish um, words because I can't roll my R's. Yeah, no, that's that's fair. Um, unless we're talking about two different cathedrals. Uh
1: no, I think we're talking about the same one, but I do think that Gaudi
0: Oh no, there's two in Barcelona, and the one you're talking about that was uh, who the architect was Anthony Gaudi is called the Sagrada Familia.
1: Yeah. Sagrada Familia. That's the one that I'm thinking of.
0: Yeah. So there are two different ones that are similar looking, but oh my gosh, that one is so much more interesting and intricate. Yes.
1: And it's, it's not set to be finished for another, uh, it's been un- under construction since 1882. Um, Let me see when it's supposed to be finished being built. Oh, 2026. Wow. Uh, 2026. I did not know that.
0: But some aspects of it may only be finished by 2040. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, just an incredible building. But uh, how did we get on to that topic? Human achievement. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Give me your second one.
1: My second one um, is that the uh, the... Crack epidemic was intentionally introduced into primarily inner-city populations by the Reagan administration in order to essentially uh, uh, to to create the prison industrial complex, which itself is an extension of or a continuation of slavery. I know that that was complicated. Oh my gosh. Man,
0: okay. Just because you are. Basically,
1: the Reagan administration introduced crack into black populations in order to subjugate black populations.
0: Just because I know how much you hate Reagan, I'm going to say you (laughs) believe this one. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to say yes. This is one you believe.
1: Final answer.
0: Yeah. Final answer. Yeah. Of
1: course I believe in it because uh-huh. it's true.
0: No, it's That's not. That's exactly.
1: That is exa- I don't think. So here's the thing. I don't think that Reagan intentionally did it in order to subjugate black populations. I think it's an unfortunate, um, uh, circumstance or an unfortunate consequence of the government providing these populations with crack more of like kind of as an experiment.
0: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: But because of that, uh, I mean, I don't think it's a coincidence that Nancy Reagan, like her championing project was the war on drugs. And because of the war on drugs, we now see uh, particularly black men being incarcerated at much higher rates than we have any other population for low level, low level drug crimes and it's turned in i mean the prison industrial complex itself has turned into basically just a reimagining of of it went from slavery to indentured servitude to jim crow to now prison industrial complex
0: so i i, I i'm not going to deny that it disproportionately affected African American communities it 100% did and there's no denying that the crack epidemic did lead to disproportionate criminalize criminalizing and not criminalizing but disproportionate charges and sentencing of African American communities like right that happened and it is a well documented fact
1: Right, like statistically, we know that we just don't know why it happened. Which I think, but I don't know that it was introduced
0: by the government, and that's where, and 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 also the conspiracy theory that you're saying hinges on, not it being an unfortunate consequence, but by it being an intentional choice of the consequence.
1: Not necessarily. I'm I'm saying that it was like from an out outside perspective, it was an unfortunate consequence. I don't know that that was their primary goal, but I also don't think that the people that enacted this would also call it an unfortunate consequence. I think it's, it it would more be a desirable consequence for them. I think that they were trying to figure out a way to uh, much like the, the Tulsa massacre, in um, was it the 1930s? Um,
0: let me look this up real quick. Okay, but is there evidence that the government introduced it?
1: Um, I see, I don't know, I haven't done a whole lot of research on this. I do I think that there not. is. Uh, uh, let me just do a quick Google search of did the government. Introduce crack.
0: I mean, the government is saying no. That the government didn't do it. Well, <laughs> but that's exactly what hope. you would expect.
1: <laughs> Let me. Hold on. I, I'm just. I'm gonna click on one Wikipedia article, and whatever I get from that.
0: I'm looking at it too. So it. Man, my dogs are shaking their heads a lot. It's hot up here, so they're sweating. All right. So I'm looking at like, the CI government. So it looks like the CIA, the CIA government, the CIA was somehow involved. Yes, but, but uh, was that them? It's just allegedly, monitoring them. it hasn't been proven. Was it them
1: actually being?
0: I, I, I mean,
1: I think it's it's what's been proven is that the CIA was involved somehow. Whether or not
0: they actually like instigated it and were behind it, that's so. The CIA more was involved in cocaine trafficking during the Nicaraguan civil war.
1: you, You would imagine that they would be I mean, like they would just have undercover agents and stuff like that counts as being. I mean, that's just basic, I think, you know, drug enforcement behavior.
0: Yeah, but there's a difference between being involved and directly introducing, you know?
1: Yes. Yeah. No, that's that's what I'm saying the the evidence is that there was some involvement from law enforcement from the government but the question of whether or not they were the masterminds behind it that we don't uh,
0: know i'm going to say i'm going to say no <laughs> that it did happen i'm going to say it didn't <laughs> OK, not directly. I mean, I could see some CIA people from the Nicaraguan Civil War coming back and being like, you got to try this stuff, man, um, because we know that it came through. Colum- it came from Colombia through the Bahamas yeah. into Miami. Sure. And we know that with the supply of was around of cocaine, for a
1: long time before that.
0: Right. And cocaine was uh, I'm, I'm, here. I'm just going to read it straight from the Wikipedia article. Soon there was a huge glut of cocaine powder in these islands, which caused the price to drop by as much as 80%. Faced with dropping prices for their illegal product, drug dealers made a decision to convert the powder to crack, a solid, smokable form of cocaine that could be sold in smaller quantities to more people. It was cheap, simple to produce, ready to use, and highly profitable for dealers to develop. So that, me, doesn't necessarily scream... Conspiracy theories, so much as it's a cheap drug, and drugs had been talked about like.
1: But why was nobody making crack before that? Because all you do is take your cocaine and cook it with, I think it's uh, baking soda. You talking from experience here. No, but that's <laughs> but but for some reason I do know that that's essentially the process of how so, you make free base form.
0: I mean, of I think cocaine. they were,
1: and it's, were. it's it makes it. But you didn't see anyone doing it up until the 80s when Reagan came into uh,
0: his presidency. Okay, so to be fair, Reagan was president. Let's see. Was he in 78? His first term?
1: Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah,
0: I think. No, so. no. It was 81. So, OK. So officially, was Reagan really, took office in 1981. All right. So that's you now he won the 1980 election, takes office in 1981. The crack epidemic right. starts In 1981, um, that's when it first starts appearing in L.A., Oakland, New York, Um, but it was already around in the 1980s, or it was already around in 1980. So here's the thing. My, My take, based on the limited reading I've done of this, my take would be that... crack was already around but it wasn't effective to sell because you could get a significantly higher profit from cocaine and so once cocaine the supply increases true
1: one thing i'm reading is that the quality of the uh of crack uh was actually higher than the quality of of cocaine That you would be getting.
0: That probably developed over time, but what I'm saying is... No, that's initially. Oh, okay. Well, what I'm saying is, though, that with the... I mean, initially, people are used to cocaine. It's the rich people drug. It's the rock stars drug. Everybody wanted... Everybody who was interested in drugs was interested in doing the rich people drugs, just like everybody today wants an iPhone because that's the rich people phone kind of a thing. Oh, everyone was doing cocaine in the 80s. So, I think... When supply drastically increases and prices drop, this was their way of adjusting to meet that supply where it is and make more money. And in the process made it much more accessible to lower income communities who didn't have access to the health care that the rich people had to get clean or get off of it or, you know, manage it better. Right. But
1: conveniently.
0: <laughs> conveniently. Okay. Oh
1: my gosh. Okay. All like right. if I if I were to orchestrate this, that's exactly the narrative that I would go for. And at the same time, you see the federal government because of Nancy Reagan I mean, being quote-unquote Nancy Reagan's input is then stages a war cracking down on illicit drugs oh my goodness and you see, and you see a, a at least correlated rise in drug arrests, drug crimes um you know, drug related illnesses uh, I'm not going to go as far as to say that the AIDS epidemic was introduced by the government, but coincidentally, same time oh boy, oh boy <laughs> Th- right. That might be going a little too far into the deep end, even for me, but uh, I definitely geez. think that there is at best, I, or, or at, at the least, I think that there's some pretty solid evidence and reason to be skeptical of the Reagan administration in regard to the crack.
0: Epidemic. I think if you're going to choose any reason to be skeptical of the Reagan administration, there are a lot of reasons as someone who likes Ronald Reagan, that's not untrue, presidency, but I'm interested to hear what your reason is. I oh, I, I think he spending is a big one. But of all the things to be critical of Ronald Reagan, and again, I am a Ronald Reagan fan. I love his presidency, and I think too many people dog on him for things that he probably wasn't responsible for, or blame him for lot, things.
1: Not enough people uh, dog on him for things that he very oh, much was responsible. I gathered.
0: I gathered that because you're blaming him solely for the crack epidemic
1: no not him solely (laughs) not solely not solely i i don't think that ronald reagan himself would have been aware of this plan i think when when i say the ronald reagan administration i'm not actually talking about ronald reagan himself i'm talking about the people that he had down the ladder the people who uh you know the like the primarily the people who are in charge of the cia and the fbi and the you know nsa law enforcement agencies
0: Nah, i think it's ridiculous all right but let's move on because we got to get we're we're running short on time we got one more so you just did a political one so i could do a political one or i could do a cryptid one
1: that's gonna be your choice i i hmm i uh last one he did was uh, was on aliens.
0: Yeah, but this so. is more like not extraterrestrial.
1: Okay. Is it Bigfoot?
0: It, it's Bigfoot. Bigfoot's okay. real, man. Uh, the, the conspiracy theory I'm going to say, and you can tell me whether or not I believe in it, is Bigfoot is real. And it's not just Bigfoot, all right? It is ghosts. It is haunted <laughs> locations. Okay. It is like the swamp monsters. Like what what is it called? The the Florida one. The the creature swamp from ape? the Black Lagoon? No. Florida.
1: Big oh yeah. Foot. I think I think it's Swamp Ape.
0: Swamp Ape, yeah. Uh Swamp Ape. Yeah, Yeti. Yeah.
1: I, skunk, I have to say no. It's Skunk Ape. Oh no, Skunk Ape, that's right. I have to say no. There's no way I can think that you actually believe in these. But I think that you're really tempted to say yes because I'm so sure. (laughs) Do I get extra points if I'm right on that second point?
0: I do. I do believe in these things.
1: No. Yes. Cameron. 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 <sighs> do you understand how how well traversed even the most backcountry place is?
0: Yes, but do you also realize just how thick a lot of this wilderness is in the mountains? Like, we're always finding new species, and not all of them are small. Not megafauna. Not yes, megafauna. sometimes we are. No, we just found no. new elephants or something like that we
1: did not find new elephants in in north america
0: okay not north america
1: no if there was a a species of megafauna even if one it was just one individual the amount of resources that like that size creature would need to <laughs> consume could not go unnoticed okay. so let me be more especially specific especially when there's oh, so froze. many people looking for, for me. that oh
0: there you go right am i good now no you're good you're good now i gotcha okay okay so let me let me be clear i'm not gonna specifically say that there are that there is like a bigfoot herd somewhere that we're not seeing like i'm not i'm not gonna say that.
1: i think you think there's one solitary bigfoot or like at least one solitary mating bear
0: no, 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 no. So uh when I when I say that I believe in these things, I believe in the possibility of them being more plausible than let's just shut this down and deny it. In the sense that I do not think there is compelling enough evidence to say definitively there is Bigfoot. But I also don't think there is compelling enough evidence to say there is not Bigfoot.
1: Well, but that's kind of the thing about science is like when you write a scientific paper, you start off with a hypothesis, which is like what you think the result is going to be. But when you get to the end of it, no matter how convincing of evidence you have, what you say at the end of it is either I have I have proven that this is not true or I have failed to not prove. You can never, like, essentially prove anything outright because there always has to be room for contradiction if more information comes up. Sure. However... And so...
0: Go ahead. To, go ahead. No, well, yeah, no, no, no. You go ahead because I, I, was basically finished. Okay, we have found megafauna in relatively recent history. Um, sure. Not in two thousand four, in two thousand four, we discovered a whole new species of zebra. Right. In nineteen ninety three, we discovered a saola, which is like a a goat antelope thing, in Vietnam. Right? Okay. The Okapi was thought to be a mystical creature, a mythical creature in the Congo, until we finally found one. Um, in, like, 1908. Okay, still, right? I mean...
1: But okay. since then, it, I mean, it, yes, we can find...
0: New since fauna. 2000, Mega since fauna, 2000, though. at least 25 new species of primate have been described: 16 lemurs, nine monkeys.
1: But most of those are just species that are being differentiated from other species. It's not like we've walked into the jungle and found a six foot five walking sentient ape uh, that nobody has ever come across before.
0: I mean, some of them are whales. Some of them are ungulates. Some of them are carnivores.
1: Are those completely new species or are we just deciding? Here's the problem. The problem is with taxonomy. Sure. The way that we differentiate species is not, there's not a consensus. Some of it can be by genetics. Some of it is by characteristics. Some of it is. Genotype versus female. Type. Yeah, Sometimes. genotype versus phenotype versus, um, I mean, you go into, like, whether or not they can produce a viable offspring. I mean, there's there's dozens of ways that we can differentiate a species, and a lot of, like, the new speciization and the recognition of a new species um, relies on varying methods, but also incorporates varying different methods. So a lot of the new species that we're finding, at least a pr- of terrestrial species are just us kind of recognizing that, hey, this thing that we thought was just kind of like a subspecies or like just a weird cousin of the species actually is itself its own species.
0: Okay, but at the same time, some animals we will go hundreds of years without seeing, and then they will finally appear again. So I think it's, I mean, and and they're not small, like the Sumatran rhino, right? That's a 1700 pound animal that we will go years and years and years without seeing. Right. And I mean, okay, did you, you, you've hiked, you've camped. Have you ever run into wild pigs in the mountains of Oregon and Washington?
1: Uh, No, I don't think I've ever really gone that far east. I'm mostly on the, like, west side of the...
0: But they exist, cascade. and that's what's crazy. Yeah. Like, I didn't know that they were out there until I watched Rambo, and I was like, no, oh. there's no way. I I went all over those mountains. There's no pigs out there.
1: No, there especially are. in the last 20 years, they've become a, a total menace.
0: Right. So, I mean, I'm not I'm not going to sit here and specifically say, yes, I believe Bigfoot exists, but I would not be surprised if a lot of these animals... Are just very good at staying away from people.
1: Sure, I would I would put more credence into the yeti uh, in the Himalayas. Um, but what I would what I would totally not discount though is uh, cryptids in the ocean. Now it's it's not like I'm sure you've heard the thing of like we know more about the like. Uh, surface of the moon than we do about the ocean or, you know, whatever that saying is people say. That's actually not true. Mm-hmm. Um, but we still know frighteningly little about the ocean. And we're finding new species there all the time, especially of, of megafauna. We just uh, the I mean, I think back when you and I were kids like the giant squid was still kind of a myth. And now we found like the mega yeah.
0: squid. Yeah. Or
1: the the Goliath squid, I think, is what it's called.
0: Right. Uh, so, but but you also got to remember, my comments weren't just about megafauna; they were also things like ghosts. I think ghosts are real, hundred yes. percent. Okay.
1: Ghosts. <sighs> Ooh.
0: But um, I don't. What I don't think is that it's a whole unfinished business no. or anything like that. I don't think it's that. Okay. What I think it is, is, and this is coming like partially from a religious belief, I think that, you know, there are, there's an afterlife. And I think that there is a barrier between the world we live in and the world that spirits, you know, live in or reside in. And I think Mm -hmm. sometimes, and in some places, that barrier might be thinner or thicker. Right. You know, and, um, and I, I mean, I think if you're going to stand here and say that some people receive modern day revelation from God, that there, it's not a very long jump to say ghosts are also real. Right. right. If you're going to say the Pope receives revelation, if you're going to say the prophet of the LDS Church or the RLDS Church receives revelation from God on how to we're, we're guide humanity. Right. So... <laughs> But you're not. I, I don't think it's that far of a step to say, well, if God can in like intentionally talk to people, yeah. What well, I think maybe paranormal activity might be the equivalent of like spiritual butt dialing.
1: <laughs> I honestly, I don't disagree with that at all. That I mean, like even if you take like the religious aspect of it of like God speaking with prophets. There are several different versions of, um, like, is Exodus where uh, Moses receives the Ten Commandments?
0: Yes, Exodus chapter twenty. Yes, no chapter ten. So there's 10? several,
1: uh, but either way, Exodus. There's several different accounts of um, twenty how, of how Moses received the Ten Commandments. Sure. Some say that it was directly from God. Some say it was an angel. Some say that it was just, you know, purely, like, inspiration um, without any direct, like, contact. Um, I will say there is one experience that, one account that has made me not discount the existence of ghosts. I very much don't want to believe in ghosts. Everything mm-hmm. like within my my core tells me that no ghosts are not real. You know, that's ridiculous. But I uh my the house that my dad lives in uh he has owned for the last like 32 years. Mm-hmm. Um he's the second owner of it. Uh, you know, this house, it's the green house yeah. on, on Thurston. Um, he's the second owner. The original owner is the guy who built it. His name is Frank Randy. Uh, and he built it in, I think, 1946, 1948. Um, and one day when my sister and I were kids, my sister had a flu and she got really sick and she was sitting uh, in the living room and suddenly she was looking like someone, uh, an old man came up to the window and he was wearing like a green bucket hat and he looked like into the window and then went off to the side uh, towards these like petunias. I think uh, it was a bush or something over near there. And my sister lost sight of him. So she goes outside to find my dad who's uh I mean, this house is on like an acre of land, which within, you know, the Thurston neighborhood is a fairly sizable piece of property. Um, and he was on a completely different part of the property. And my sister goes out to find him and she says, Hey, this old guy was looking into our window. Uh, and so it's in a yard that's fenced off. So like you have to go around the house to actually get into this yard. um, and my sister starts describing him to my dad and, and suddenly my dad like kind of goes white uh, and he goes inside and he goes through uh, because he's the second owner of this house. He kind of inherited a lot of like Frank's stuff. Sure. And so he pulls out like a bunch of old pictures and stuff that Frank had and he pulls out a picture and shows it to my sister and says, is this the guy that you saw? And it was an old man in like a green bucket hat wearing the same exact stuff that she had had already described it to him this is not him showing it to her and being like is this what you saw in her being like yeah and confirming it after the fact Uh, and he asks where did you see him and she points out the window to the specific spot and my dad says he died having a heart attack while trimming those bushes those petunias
0: that's crazy
1: and I, I, my sister swears by it to this day. She's the most pr- pragmatic person I've ever met. She's, I mean, she's an engineer. She's a lawyer, like, very scientifically minded, very skeptical. Um, and she swears that, that she can't explain it to this day. That's crazy. So I, I think more, if I do believe in ghosts, which I don't know if I do, I think what it is is that the soul may actually be a tangible thing. Oh, yeah. Um, or it, maybe not, tan- maybe tangible is the wrong word, but, but I think as so. close to tangible as we can, you know, get yeah. to. And that some part of that does linger around.
0: Or can.
1: Yeah, has well, maybe, the potential to linger around.
0: And if you take, like, maybe the Judeo-Christian aspects of it out, it might just be, like, an energy signature that is yeah. left like, or like something like you that, like radioactivity. The
1: thermodynamics matter right. can neither be created nor destroyed it can only be
0: converted from matter to energy or back see and here's but, here's what i like about what what is more convincing to me about paranormal specifically with ghosts and stuff is that it's never i know a guy who knows a guy it's either i know a guy or it I happened to me <laughs> yeah right that, that, I think, lends a little bit more credence. It's my, my sister, my brother, my cousin. It's never like, oh, yeah, I had a college roommate who told me his dad once. It's happened to me, happened to a family member, happened to a yeah, then, friend.
1: I mean, how many stories start out with, oh, yeah, my, my college roommate's dad? Like, how okay. many stories start that way anyway?
0: But so. how many of these stories also start out with, yeah, one time when I was living in Central America— Tons of them. Most stories. But it's like when When people travel abroad, they love to tell you about it. Oh yeah, that's fair. But okay, but what I mean, like, is okay. So I know a lot of people who were like missionaries in Central and South America, where a lot of these people have combined their Catholic beliefs and also with like Native American beliefs, and some of those by design
1: of the Catholic Church,
0: right? And some of those practices are great. That's where we get Dia de los Muertos. You know, it's it's an amazing sure. celebration of life. But some of those That's where celebrations. We get Guadalupe, right.
1: We're half the saints.
0: But some of those also turned into, allegedly, I'm going to say, because I have never witnessed them. This is coming to me from people who have witnessed them, have also turned into like sketchy things. Or you could argue some people experiment and they're like, hey, I grew up Catholic. I'm going to experiment with this sort of thing. Like, I know sure, people who have yeah. had to go to houses and were like, there's some weird crazy thing here and we've been asked by the family to come exercise the house kind of stuff like yeah I have never experienced... some bad juju yeah and like and I know people who have seen chairs move I know people who have had like doors get slammed I have, and have, I have been at
1: thrashed. best heard knocking Uh, again in my dad's house when I was growing up I heard knocking and like a roller, like like wheels, uh, from like casters, going mm-hmm. over the hardwood floor, uh, and it was in an area of the house where, uh, previously the, the Frank, the the previous owner, I think, it had had like his mother living with him, and she used a wheelchair, okay, and would slam into this one specific like. The, the molding on the door going to her room, which ended up being my sister's room, just where I would hear these. But that, I mean, that's the closest I've ever come to having my own hmm. spiritual experience.
0: Yeah, I don't think I've got anything even like that close to me. But, like, family members and people who I respect, like, I would believe what they say 100%. Sure. Uh, I know people who have. And, okay, I could, we gotta cut it. We're... We're, we we yeah run. why don't you do the outro and then i will do a fun fact
1: okay um well <laughs> i think th- that's where we're
0: going to end it yeah we got we got to cut I it guess. off somewhere there's no segment to no taper somewhere. off with this cuz <laughs> we're just going to keep going we got to just cut it <laughs> yeah
1: unfortunately <laughs>
0: um
1: well uh first of all thank you f- to everyone who is uh listening and uh please Like, share, subscribe, all that stuff uh, to help us reach more people. Uh, Thank you to Halcyon Club for letting us use their song, This Life is Tough But Fair, from their EP, Headset Emotions. And, Cameron, you have a fun fact for us. Yes,
0: my fun fact is that I was one. This portion of the Agreeable Disagreements podcast has been censored by the FBI, CIA, NDA, NEA, EPA, and DEA. Also, the Bureau of Tobacco, Alcohol, and Firearms.